0: I'm not sure what I was able to salvage from before Um, We're in a new car That has Bluetooth So If you record a podcast on an iPhone And then you Get a new car That can pair with Bluetooth to your iPhone It kind of ruins everything So uh, For the eight other people in the world Who do podcasts like this Be warned (laughs) But I gave the movie a nine point five. Jill gave it a ten. Yep. And uh, we were talking about how impressive this was technically, and and then uh,
1: and how it's a shame that a lot of people are going to be seeing this in their living rooms on Netflix. Yes. Instead of having the experience in the theater, with especially because of surround sound.
0: Right. And then uh, Jill was talking about her personal. Angle to this
1: Yeah, Uh, I am pregnant for those of you who don't know So this movie was Particularly um, Difficult for me to watch Um, And I was quite emotional (laughs) I think I I, uh, Was Struck by how um, This just seemed to be This anthem for What women have to endure (laughs) And how Um Here I am, you know, just finishing up my first trimester and I'm in like an ideal, ideal situation as far as, um, my medical care and my support system with friends and family and a committed husband and, um, all of that. And yet I am, I am absolutely terrified and, um, it's really uncomfortable being pregnant and, um... Uh, and out of your control and all sorts of things, so I'm just getting kind of the taste of wow, I'm so impressed with women who do this, <laughs> just sure. that women do this in general that we ha- that we either have to uh or we choose to or whatever, however you've ended up in that situation um, that's a lot for our gender to to uh, survive
0: beyond just how I was emotionally affected I, I cried several times during the movie I was very keyed into the references that this movie had to other films of the era and uh, I, f- I figured it was worth sharing the neorealist style that he uses which is sort of uh, it's based in the Italian 50s movement where we follow an uh, impoverished family or, or a character that we're just seeing the minutiae of their daily life and usually something tragic happens to them and they spend the movie trying to uh, pick their lives back up again. Um, when they were already in squalor they have to build that back up again. Um, so this movie was very neorealist in style, but then there were moments of spectacle that completely <laughs> kinda of uprooted that. So that was I found that interesting. Curan kinda of lulling us into a plodding tone and then just kind of shocking us with kind of horror and tragedy. I think it makes us those, those moments all the more effective to see the stillness around it. Also, this movie reminded me a lot of a very different movie called Playtime by Jacques Tati from the 60s. Mm -hmm. It's a movie that also has a lot of wide angles, a lot of uh, slow pans, that uh, the soundscape directs our attention much more than the camera does. There's very few close-ups in both of these movies. And uh, very busy frames where somebody happened in the background, somebody happened in the foreground, and it's all important. We should be looking at all of it, and we're given time to look at all of it. Um, that movie is very playful and semi satirical um, so completely different in story and tone, uh, but also somewhat minimalist mm-hmm. as well uh, with all the spectacle there's also there's a minimalist minimalism going in terms of the story definitely one to check out if you haven't seen that movie and then um so and then in terms of the near realism style, good movie to check out if you like that aspect of this is uh, The Bicycle Thief that's a great great uh, classic to to watch Uh, so I was as far as uh, Kuran's work that he referenced so he directed Gravity and there's a there's a scene that feels very much like the entire movie Gravity but it looks like it may have been a classic film called Marooned or maybe that was a different movie but Uh it's like two astronauts in space one's like rescuing the other which is very like George Clooney Sandra Bullock yeah So I thought that was kind of funny.
1: Well, if this is autobiographical, which I was (laughs) suggesting before, maybe that was a movie that inspired him. (laughs) I I loved... um, It's so hard for me to be critical of this movie. I think that's part of why I gave it a 10 as well. I don't think I'm going to rush out to see it again anytime soon because it was so emotionally... um, I had to, you know, <laughs> I feel a bit spent. Yeah. But.
0: There's one moment that I didn't didn't like that kind of it was like a big build up, which was the uh, forest fire scene when the man starts singing. Uh
1: huh.
0: I found that to be a little self indulgent and uh-huh. pretentious. I don't. Maybe there was some meaning that I'm missing there, but sure. I felt that was sort of a, I don't know, just kind of a cheap trick. Whereas everything else in the movie was a spectacle, but then. At the core of that spectacle was an emotional experience, or
1: yeah, I could have done without the song, yeah, but
0: I like the the, but the part rest of it, it, yeah,
1: um, like the forest fire and the mall, and the chaos of it all, yeah, I mean, there's so many like omens <laughs> the whole time, yeah, you know she
0: When she breaks the cup,
1: she breaks the cup and the and the earthquake and all the rubble on top of the baby, yeah. The moment she finds she's pregnant, and all that stuff. You, you know, for me, I was prepared for her baby not to make it. Yeah. I was not expecting things to go well.
0: Yeah.
1: Um. And I feel like the fire and the and the um. Protests. You know, were similar. It just kind of yeah. This chaos all around. But I enjoyed. All every moment of the slice of life stuff that they do it's it you want to watch you want to know how they do their chores you want to know how everybody lives you want to know how they get around I love when the father when we meet the father for the first time and we you know everything that we need to know about his character is told to us just by the way that they show him pulling in his yeah car that's an amazing the scene. Driveway. it's amazing that's a great director to me yeah who can do that but then there's lots of moments that are comedic So it feels very similar to actual life. You know, there are funny moments there, you know, the the pace of it feels like the pace of real life. The dialogue felt very realistic or naturalistic with all the kids, which is so hard. Yeah. Um, So they did a great job um, directing kids and family in those scenes. And I love when she's trying to talk to her old boyfriend and he's doing the training and that guy, <laughs> professor, whoever is training them and to stand on their foot with their eyes closed, which is actually very typical being in yoga. <laughs> they always say, well, if you want an added challenge, try closing your eyes and you fall over immediately. And I love, I love that moment. I think that was such a wonder, you know, it's so easy to roll your eyes at like, you know like oh strong women yeah 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 we get it women are strong la 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 so I thought that was a wonderful moment of her she's the everyone's falling all over the place except it's for her it's a whole
0: army of young you know <laughs> muscular <laughs> yeah. perfectly in shape men and all
1: these people spectators watching you know kids and older fo- everybody is trying to do it and she and this other master are kind of are the only ones who are yeah. grounded enough um to, to do it so I thought that was a wonderful way to say that
0: I wanted to unpack that um, introduction to the father scene a little bit oh sure I love first of all how narrow the corridor is that he has to drive his huge car through it's quite a ordeal for him to get through and it doesn't seem like he's that practiced because he has to maneuver a lot um, also for such a long time it takes to do that you'd think he'd pull over first and then go and embrace his kids but he's far more interested in protecting that car
1: and finishing a cigarette
0: yeah and then eventually going and meeting the kids
1: Mm -hmm. oh it just like reeks of reluctance yeah you know
0: I want to before we forget I want to give a shout out to uh the reincarnated uh fighter pilot and um Sailor, who uh, who are, have come to life as uh, Pepe, the young child, the
1: little boy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he's wonderful.
0: When I was an old man, when I know when I was older. When I was older. No, do you mean when you were younger? No. No. I was older. I was in a plane. I was a fighter pilot. It was scary.
1: Yeah. I was a sailor. I drowned.
0: <laughs> I thought that was just a wonderful little, like whimsical moment that kind of gives it a, a little bit of magical realism mm-hmm. quality. Just a very small dose of it. Uh, and as well, While we're talking about little details, it seemed like um, passing overhead planes was yeah. a motif. And, and I wonder what you thought about I it. I
1: thought. Or I caught three of them. So to but, me, it seemed so very intentional.
0: There's during the... Um, opening credits. Oh, I missed the opening credits one. Yep. But then there's during the martial arts
1: kind Mm -hmm. of exhibition
0: and then there's at the very end yeah because you you hear the audio coming pretty clearly and it it kind of it interrupts the frame but yeah I I wonder what what the intention was
1: yeah I don't know and it and the each time the plane is so framed you know it's like a little frame is created around it so you it definitely draws your eye you know it's not something that the director wanted you to miss um I don't know. There's something about Sky. And at the very end, she climbs all the stairs to the roof. And the shot is from way down below. Mm-hmm. And there was something um, freeing about that to me. I uh-huh. thought her ascending all those stairs sure. seemed very like suddenly she was light after the, all the burdens that she had.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's something, to, something I, to try to decipher. Yeah, I mean, secretary. there's something about
1: that because the two. Male figures do run away You know Mm -hmm. The father goes on a business trip And then He escapes his family
0: And it also escapes his uh, Nurse Slash housekeeper Who is having a baby
1: Oh my gosh That scene I have to say I feel like I'm This movie made me very angry I have to say of all the emotions Interesting I felt very angry Yeah I
0: can see that I, I assumed that you had very negative reactions to the To the men in this movie
1: Yeah and So yeah <laughs> I think I felt angry for For the sake of women In a way that felt um, like Over the ages You know I yeah. felt like a very deep Anger for You know this one story representing so many kind of a way Um, and that scene made me so angry when he's in the elevator and he suddenly is so caring Um, and I just had this like how dare you and like don't you dare touch her you know Uh I just got so protective of her but of course you know she's (laughs) she's in this desperate moment of needing any sort of comfort so you can kind of see her you know taking it and um and I just, I was, I just wanted him out of there, you know. And yeah. so for me, when the doctor's like, "Oh no, you can come into the room with us," and he's like, "Oh nope, can't." Um, I'm like, "Good riddance." Yeah. Um, you know, of course that's like another layer of like, you jerk. Yeah. <laughs> I would like to say other words, but I don't want to make David bleep.
0: Don't make me bleep.
1: Don't bleep.
0: Don't make me. Don't make me bleep.
1: Um but yeah my like hatred for him is was very strong in that moment and I I don't know how often I hate characters (laughs) and I really hated him
0: I I really hated the uh boyfriend yeah more more than we just don't see the the doctor father enough yeah Um, but I I I recognized a lot in the boyfriend that I found repulsive
1: (laughs) yeah yeah of course I guess what I didn't like about the doctor was his, in the, in this quick little convenient moment, thinking he could get away with sympathy.
0: Yeah.
1: That, to me, was what was, like, so repulsive. Yeah.
0: Something I really didn't (sighs) like in um, The Boyfriend was, he has this little story about how, you know, when he was young, he got uh, mixed up in the wrong crowd, got Started on drugs. Poor, he
1: got beat up. Yeah, and
0: he, yeah. he uh, found martial arts. He's like, and now I'm like a new man. And so he he has this idea, like his... Um, the narrative that he has constructed for himself is like, I am now a man, and I'm a good man now. And he can't even own up to the fact that he sired a child. Um, and yet, you know, so so his, his narrative... Because he he wanted to be like, and now I'm a, a good man, like he he has to deny, facts, and responsibility in order to keep that, idea that he's created in his mind of who he is, to keep that safe. And I, I guess I've seen people who, kind of have been on a journey. Like they started somewhere dark, and now they're somewhere. Like they've they've certainly changed. They've certainly bettered themselves. But if anything, tries to creep into mm-hmm. that, like who they are now as a negative, mm-hmm. they push it away as like, no, that's not my story. Um, and I find that very frustrating. Don't just hold your story up as the thing that has defined you. You're going to continue to redefine yourself as you learn, as you become humiliated and humbled by circumstances, by people speaking into your life. So I, I, I found that really infuriating mm-hmm. <laughs> that he that he could not, continued to grow the two male figures we you know you you had enough to kind of have him you know especially like you said in the way he's introduced we get a whole lot of information without him having to say a whole lot um, and we, that's confirmed by the ending when the things he's taken are like the furniture the bookcases he's left all the books yeah he's just right, taking all the furniture right it just like
1: that was a great detail too yeah
0: like he doesn't actually care about knowledge very much he just likes his things
1: (laughs) and I also really love the scene when the mom when she brings them to the beach and they're eating dinner it's almost the last kind of few scenes of the right before the climactic ocean wave scene Mm -hmm. Um, and she's telling her kids finally that you know, your dad wasn't in Canada and he's back and he's just not coming home anymore. I, that was another scene that I was really moved yeah. in and how, you know, here's this woman who has every right to be falling apart. Yeah. And she, you know, we see glimpses of that. Definitely. Um, you know, she comes home drunk and says to Cleo, um, we've always been alone. Mm-hmm. Like we'll always be alone and we're, we always are and we always will be. Um, and I think, you know, there's there's kind of a truth to that. She's saying women always are and always will be, except that they have each other. And I think that's such a great scene where they're all together at that family. And she's very very genuinely been able to conjure up the strength at that point to say that to her kids without, you know, to to phrase it the way she is. And to reassure them that their dad loves them. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, these are scenes that we've seen before, but to me, that one, it just, um, there was a real authenticity Mm -hmm. in the way that was written and directed. And the, you know, the kids kind of absorbing it in their different ways. And one of the boys crying, like sobbing and, um, you know, the others just being confused and, and... And the mom just choosing to say, this is going to be an adventure and um, we're going to just make it happen. I'm going to go to work, Mm -hmm. you know, just so optimistically. Yeah. It's like that to me is like her standing with her eyes closed on one foot moment. You know, like, holy mackerel, like, how? Like, how are you conjuring the strength to say that in front of your kids and keep it together? Yeah. But how lovely that Cleo is there, too. You know, it's kind of like she is, she is committed to this family. She is in it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she, you know, almost like the mom is saying that to her, too. Like, we're not ditching you. Yeah. Which um, she easily could. I mean, they're running out of money. They don't need, they probably can't afford two servants, you know, with the father not paying yeah. um, his fair share. But that's not a, it's like not a question.
0: Yeah.
1: Yep. I think we could talk about this movie for a long, long time. We
0: could. But let's reevaluate instead.
1: (laughs) Okay. So
0: you were a 10, I was 9.5.
1: Yeah, I'm going to stay at a
0: 10. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, this is a 10. All
1: right. All right,
0: well, bye.
1: (laughs) Bye, everybody. (laughs) (laughs)